Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or for my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Mary Henderson, and Sheila Harry. C-Ticket patrons Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Coat, Scott Cagle, and Ben and Noel Bruning, B-Ticket patron The Disney Rewind Podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, and The All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has a jungle cruise boat passing by three elephants. You can see one of the elephants squirting water out of its trunk towards the boat. The skipper is ducking down to avoid getting hit with the water. On the back it reads, Elephant bathing pool, far from civilization in the remote jungles of Asia, an explorer's boat cruises past Indian elephants as they play in their sacred bathing pool, one of the many thrills that await jungle travelers in the wonder world of Adventureland. It's postmarked February 27, 1969, with a Lakewood, California cancel and a five-cent blue Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, February 26th, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 63 and a low of 45, with 0.03 inches of precipitation. It's addressed to Mr. Mrs. Burton of McDonald, Ohio. It reads, Hi, Burton family. Made California, but sure is far from Ohio. Beautiful here. Real hot out. Won't want to come back. Having a good time. See you. See love. Irene. Morgan Bill Evans was born in June of 1910 in Santa Monica, California. He grew up around rare and exotic plants. His father was a horticulturalist and had a three-acre garden, which included 150 varieties of hibiscus. Bill went to Pasadena City College and continued his education in ecology at Stanford. He left Stanford before finishing his degree to help his family during the Depression. The Evans family teamed up to form the Evans and Reeves Landscaping, which was highly utilized by the stars of Hollywood, eventually even Walt Disney. Walt contacted Bill to be the landscape architect for his new backyard railroad. This relationship would blossom when Walt asked Bill and his brother Jack to help with the landscaping of Disneyland. Bill was instrumental in choosing the plants and trees for the Jungle Cruise attraction. In an interview, he even mentioned that the challenge was to organize the plants as if the jungle were not organized at all. Bill was the brains behind planting orange trees upside down to cut costs on buying new plants, and was in charge of finding all the Latin names of the plants to make even the most common weeds seem exotic. Walt and Bill were also able to take advantage of the expanding Southern California freeway system. Bill was able to take more mature trees, which offered more shade than newly planted trees, and place them around the Jungle Cruise, the Rivers of America, and around the berm. Bill had a three-part philosophy when designing landscapes for theme parks. First was shade and shelter for park guests. Second was to hide anything the Imagineers wanted to disappear. And third was storytelling. 
Bill's knowledge of plants made it easy to find a tree or shrub that covered all three principles. The next time you're at the park, look to see what bush is there to hide an electrical box, or as I mentioned in episode 128, sent over a fence, to hide transitions between lands. Bill and Walt also used trees along the berm to keep out exterior sounds and to keep guests focused inside the park. I know a few years ago, some of the trees along the berm were removed during construction of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and guests could see the Mickey and Friends parking structure while walking from Haunted Mansion towards Critter Country. Thankfully, the trees have been replaced, and the backwoods and forest feeling of Critter Country has been restored. Did you sneak a peek of Enfield Post's Sunday deals? They're usually posted on Fridays. Be sure to follow her on Instagram and then set a reminder for Sunday. You don't want to miss out on any of the great vintage postage. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage postage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the front of It's a Small World with guests exiting a boat. You can see some of the topiaries, including an elephant and a bear. On the back it reads, It's a Small World. A gala toy parade begins as It's a Small World's imaginative clock performs the time. An exciting bon voyage for guests embarking on the happiest cruise that ever sailed. It's postmarked September 20th, 1975, with a U.S. Postal Service cancel, plus a rubber stamp which reads, Mail delayed due to incorrect zip code, and an 8-cent Contributors to the Cause, Sybil Luddington, Youthful Heroine, Postage Stamp, Scott number 1559. I assume they visit the park on Saturday, September 13th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 1 a.m., the weather was a high of 77, a low of 64. It's addressed to Emma Sullivan of Florence, Oregon. It reads, 9-20-75. Went here last Saturday. Been packing cart around all week. Everyone fine, having a soda, and been really hot. Bob goes to sea Monday through Friday this week, so we'll be out on your birthday. Your present is coming. We'll be late, I suspect. Bob said he'd written you and thanked you for his gift. Guess the letter got lost, or maybe you've received it by now. I'm working now. Girls in school. Love, Betty, Bob, and kids. I chose this postcard because Bill was the genius behind the process to quickly create the small world topiary plants. Shaping topiary plants would normally take up to 15 years to get the plant into a desired shape. The standard way was to trim the topiary, usually an olive tree or eugenia, after years of growth. Bill flipped the concept and designed the desired shape with chicken wire and trained the plant to grow into the shape while trimming the growth that stuck out of the frame. If you look closely at the animal shapes around the entrance and exit of It's a Small World, you can see the boxwood contained with a small metal net. Bill continued to work for the Disney theme parks, including developing the landscaping for Walt Disney World starting in the late 1960s. He retired from the company in 1975, but was frequently brought back to oversee new projects, including parks which opened after he passed in 2002. His theme park landscaping philosophy is still used by his protégés and can be seen in parks like Hong Kong Disneyland and Disney's Animal Kingdom. He wrote a book entitled Disneyland, World of Flowers in 1965. He was also known to smuggle plants and seeds whenever he was working abroad. One former Imagineer mentioned that there are at least 30 to 50 plants now commonly sold in the U.S. thanks to Bill and his brother Jack's ability to smuggle them from South America and Central America. 
Bill was honored by the Landscape Architecture Foundation, the American Horticultural Society, and many other international botanical and horticultural societies. He has a window on both Disneyland and Disney World's main streets. His Disneyland window reads, Evans Gardens, Exotic and Rare Species, Freeway Collections, Established 1910, Morgan Bill Evans, Senior Partner. It references both his work with the exotic plants for the Jungle Cruise and the freeway trees he was able to collect, some of which might still be in the park today. He was honored as a Disney legend in 1992. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. I got some of Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by paper artist Russ Romano, and some of Thursday's ATD, where Kristen was working on a portrait of her brother while Nan was inking a cut block to embellish some envelopes with a sewing machine design. It's great to stop in for an hour and to watch someone craft or design something unique. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a drawing of the count from Sesame Street with the numbers one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Ah, ah, ah. And the greeting, Postcard Week 2022. The card is black cardstock, so I can't read the postmark, but it's dated May 3rd, 2022, and sent with the Count Forever postage stamp. It's got number 5349F. It reads, Hey, Clocky, happy Postcard Week. Hope your mailbox is overflowing. Best, Kristen. Kristen, thank you so much for the postcard and matching stamp. I'm always amazed when I see a post-crossing bio page and the post-crosser requests store-bought postcards and no homemade or handmade postcards. This postcard, along with some of the other art postcards I've received, are amazing, and I know they're one-of-a-kind art pieces. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sentfromdisneyland. P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.